Time now to go to the Live Wire with Fitty. Live Wire Connect. Um, Fitty checked with JD during the part of the segment. He's not happy that he was not asked about his favorite college football video game memories growing up. As well, go ahead. And you can it. share it. Go ahead. You got the mic now. JD, go ahead and hey, JD, hand it back to Fitty real quick. <laughs> cool. Thank you. What you got, Fitty? I don't remember. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> is hey, this the second time that you've dropped the bomb on the show just for us to get completely derailed? Is that what you just did twice a, now? A college football memory, no. A Madden one stands out very vividly. Flounder over for my birthday. I think it was going into eighth grade. We play a game. He's the Giants. Was, this was Panther Fitty. Five-minute quarters. <laughs> he beats me 86-84. Oh, Good Lord. <laughs> 86-84. Flounder maniacally laughing in the background was also great. I want to know what the yardages were. Like, how many how many yards did, Dude, did Delome throw for? It was, oh, I ran the ball. Okay. Yeah, but that was one where I, it was like the first time I think I vividly remember cussing in front of my parents, but they didn't hear it because I remember getting the, the pillow and yelling the F word. Because he beat me, mm-hmm. but it was like they didn't hear it, so it was kind of it was kind of funny. Speaking of someone who who lost a big game, a lot of it was his fault. Cam Newton, and uh, there's a guy on the show that makes a lot of jokes about him fumbling the ball in the bag, if you will. There is, yeah. And said Super Bowl, and on his fourth and one podcast, Cam Newton finally admitted he should have jumped on the loose ball. It ain't no excuse for me not jumping on the fumble. Okay. I should have jumped. Okay. So I'm not even going to give you something because that will be the take that somebody – I should have jumped on the fumble. Okay. Straight up. There's no – the competitor in me, if that happens again, duh. You know what I'm saying? And the this is the Super Bowl. Facts. All effort goes to like, yo, Super Bowl energy. That wasn't Super Bowl energy. And I think – that is what hurts the most. It's like, yo, you don't get an opportunity to go back. It's not promised for you to go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the next year, that's when the shoulder injury happened. And oh, the year yeah. following that, that's when the foot injury happened. So you don't necessarily know when it's going to be your time when it's again. Be your time. Like, that was your time to seize the moment. Carpe diem, the words that I live by. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I didn't. So, you know, looking back at it, you will never have an opportunity again. Walker, I want to revisit a painful Sunday evening for you on 2015 when Cam Newton fumbled the ball. Do you remember yelling at your quarterback to jump on the ball? Did you understand why Cam Newton did not go after the ball and did that comment nine years later help you help you feel any better about the fact that in the biggest moment, the biggest stage, your quarterback didn't do what he needed to do to help his team win a game? I was frustrated for sure. Wasn't exactly pleased with Cam Newton, but also I wasn't exactly pleased with the entire team's performance that day. And the idea I was living by at that time was very Johnny Manziel-like. If we win or we lose, it doesn't matter. We drink. (laughs) And that's what I was doing, watching the Carolina Panthers lose that Super Bowl, eventually 24-10 to against the Denver Broncos. The reasoning here is interesting, or it's not even providing any reasoning, but then you start to see some other people quote tweet this and discuss what else Cam maybe has said in years past or some of the analysis on it. Like, I do think Cam wanted to pick the football up and try to hit Devin Funches down the left sideline as much as he possibly could. 
Cam is right. You can't do that when you've got a couple Broncos in the backfield and it looks like they're going to go and get that football. Even if you're down 16-10 at the time, you need a drive. It just felt like Cam was trying to do the Superman thing and pick up the football, still stay on his feet so he could throw it downfield or at least run it. And we've seen him come up with some crazy plays. But this is Cam Newton, who's been catching a lot of heat for the fumble because of his comments on some of the game managers at quarterback. And so he's hearing that a lot right now. He felt the need to address it. It's the first time we've really heard him address it like this. And I thought it was interesting. He just said, look, I didn't jump on it, and it's all my fault. Wes, as somebody that's accused him, not accused him, but just flat out making fun of him for not jumping on the fumble, what you have to th- <laughs> what do you have to say about Cam's response? Well, well, all right, so he definitely uh, gave fodder to the conspiracy theorists about what happens during games. Because the one thing, the thing that was the most weird to me about that moment was that you know, Cam Newton, nobody's going to ever accuse him of calling, accuse him of being soft. And, you know, I know I like to mess with you guys about it and joke with Panther fans about it. But at the end of the day, you know, this was a guy, how many clips did we see running through three, four tackles, flipping over guys, putting his body on the line right. all the time. I mean, we know when the Panthers got to the one, two, three yard line, it was going to be a quarterback sweep or quarterback dive, and he was going to go over the top no matter who was there. So that was the thing that was so perplexing about him not jumping on that fumble was like, this is a guy that has no problem putting his body in harm's way on a regular basis despite being a quarterback. So when he didn't jump on that fumble, man, it, it was just very, very uh, questionable to me. And, and, and it's just I, – I would probably argue that that was the most bizarre moment in a Super Bowl that, I, that I've seen. It was bizarre. As a player that went completely out of character from what they normally are. And so uh, – but, you know, I'm sure that's a, that's a moment that's going to haunt Cam – uh, for the rest of his football career. I'm sure he thinks about it all the time. Uh, but it was definitely definitely just a very, very strange moment. And I guess I could add that to the lore of Queen City magic, of stuff happening here that just doesn't happen anywhere else. How many teams could claim their quarterback saw a fumble on the ground and didn't jump on it in the Super Bowl? Yeah, and again, you could see that Devin Funches was wide open on the left side. It, it, he's looking that way. Like, it feels like that's what he's trying to do, but you can't when you just got to retain possession as best you can. And Cam didn't do it, and that's why he also, in that spiel about him not jumping on it he said like i'm not even going to give you the reason as to what i was thinking in the moment because people are going to run with it and they're going to try to say that i excuse it so i don't like i'm not going to tell you why i should have jumped on it that's my fault i have to live with that and we'll try to move on let's go one more soundbite here fitty all right uh we had steve forbes on earlier in the show we'll, we'll get to his audio maybe in a friday edition of the live wire but brendan marks college basketball reporter for the athletic he joined the kyle bailey show earlier this week to talk about the lack of respect the ACC is receiving across multiple bracketology sites. The hate is uh, insane. Yes. Um, the, one thing, the one thing that I would say about Joe Lenardi, and I know that he is ESPN's face of bracketology, and, and that is not an easy field. Um, you know, predictions are just excuses to be wrong in advance. I will say there are some online ranking systems uh, where you can see who the most bracketologists, most accurate ones are year after year, and somebody who has a loud platform but isn't ranking particularly high in those metrics um i'm not going to take what they say with with the utmost sincerity so like two years ago you had two teams in the final four you had another final four team last year any statistic you want to pick in terms of actual ncaa tournament success you know the only reason that we play college basketball is to right. get to that field um i'm going to stick with the teams that do well there and if you want to get nine bids in and not have any of them get to the second weekend you go ahead i'm going to stick with the winners i'm going to i'm going to stick with the acc mm. So Wes, 
That was a weak West Bryant cry. Yeah, How about good. this one? Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done. Wes, what did you have to think, say about Brendan Marks talking about the lack of success that ACC might have getting teams into the tournament? But once they get there, yeah, they ball out because they're battle-tested at that yeah, point. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't know why, you know, there's a question and why the ACC should get more grace because we know if this was football in a scenario with the SEC, I don't think that they would have the same issue. We know what the ACC represents when it comes to the NCAA tournament. In years when they thought that the ACC was down and all of those things still had Final Four teams, still had teams in the Elite Eight, Sweet 16, littered with ACC squads. And so that's the thing that kills me about this whole thing is that they know who the preeminent conference in college basketball is. It is the ACC, and they prove it time and time again. It feels worse this year, and this has been happening the last couple of seasons, but it does feel worse this year where I actually do think Wake Forest, really talented. Clemson, I think a good basketball team. You look at non-conference. ACC performed well there. 9-3 against, against the Big 12. 9-3? Right. Right. Against good teams. It, it feels like this is really hard to try to find a reason as to why you are so down on the ACC compared to even years past where already they were being accused of not giving the ACC as much respect.